Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. ...to go, and it's good to have allies, and we're going to be exploring a number of topics with Justin. He's got a book out, too, that I want, you, want him to talk to you about, and we'll get to Justin in just a second. But first, you know, we, we got to pay a couple of bills here, but they're timely bills. I'm very concerned about our food supply. I talk to people in the railroad industry, and they tell me strike is still not out of the, the picture. It doesn't matter. They don't care what a federal judge says, and 62% of all agriculture goes out on rail. So I think it would be wise to have good storable food options right now. And especially if we go into World War, well, if you look at World War One and World War Two, food was rationed. So I would strongly recommend you get your storable food. My Patriot Supply is right there for you. they got a great sale going on, 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day, and lots of variety in the food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So go to foodwithdave.com. That's foodwithdave.com. And if you have food, you darn well better have the water. And you say, what do you mean by that? Well, what if the grid goes down? What if it's an act of war? What if it's terrorism? Where will you get your water? You can scavenge it, but can you drink it? That's why you need good water filtration, and the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter is the best that there is. And uh, we publish the research at waterwithdave.com, and there's a great sale going on. But I will tell you, the manufacturers limit their production to keep costs down. They will sell out. So I would encourage you to move quickly on this. So you got the food, food with Dave.com. You got the water, water with Dave.com. And now we have Justin Barkley with Dave. And uh, Justin, so good to have you on the show. First time visit. Certainly hope it isn't the last. But uh, we were talking before we went on. There seems like there's a major news story breaking about every 12 hours. Did it? You know, on my show, Dave, uh, I know you, you, you're doing the same thing because you're watching all of this and you are uh up close and personal, but I, I always like to say, hey, it's like drinking from fire hose these days. <laughs> it literally it feels like it. And I was saying with you, I used to do these shows and I would think, oh my gosh, what am I going to talk about? I really have to dig for things. Um, but you, you just said it a moment ago. It's like we had to, well, I had to hunt and now the stuff is hunting us. And that is something that has been, I think for a lot of folks that I'm talking to at least, a real issue. Um, they don't know what to pay attention to and what not to. And a lot, of, a lot of comments and things that I hear is, well, this is a distraction or that's a distraction. And I wonder whether or not we're being distracted or the things that we're actually watching are being used as distraction or they're just a function of everything that we're seeing, the, the multiple crises happening at, at once. You know, they, they, they say you know, they, they want to build back better. And I remember seeing that that campaign slogan, 
that uh, Biden was running when he, mm-hmm. when he was first out. You know, if you're going to build back better first, you got to tear down. And I thought, man, oh, man, what is coming? That also kind of aligns with what we've heard about Klaus and you lead the bugs, Schwab, you know, for the World Economic Forum. Exactly. Uh, All of this stuff we face on a daily basis, and it can really become overwhelming, can it? It can, and and it does. And I don't know that I really view a lot of the things as distractions. I do think they time certain things to take your attention off the last thing. And um, I think there's more of a hierarchy than a distraction because it's all important. But I'll grant you this. A nuclear war that could result from our Ukrainian involvement would certainly be a lot worse than Trump's indictment. And Trump's indictment is very serious because it's uh, an egregious affront to our legal system, but it's not as serious as a nuclear war. And so I don't know that I get into the it's a distraction. I just think they move us from one crisis to another so we can't focus just on one thing to stand up to them on. Yeah, I you know I see that happening too. Um, well, gosh, I mean... You saw today, just as we we're talking today, the story came out that you and I had had probably seen this, and and many people realize this mm-hmm. was happened. But the Chinese, the Chinese spy balloon, that thing apparently uh, is more than a balloon. So let's 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 put what it's kind of like a drone. But the Chinese spy apparatus, the aircraft, whatever you want to call it, flying through the air was sucking up data. It was over sensitive sites, and they are concerned about what it may or may not have gotten up. China. Um, but that confirms it. There is another issue that we're facing. Um, and I don't know what, what it's like for, for you where you're at, but Dave, here in Michigan, where I'm at in West Michigan, China, the Chinese Communist Party, owns a company that is trying to buy up about 500 to 700 acres, depending on who you talk to, of pristine natural resources farmland right here in West Michigan that's located very near the Muskegon watershed, which is uh, it pours out into the uh, into the Great Lakes and, and the, the, the toxic chemicals that they want to use that would make these batteries in the electric vehicles has folks concerned, along with the national security implications of having the Chinese Communist Party essentially owning about 500, 700 acres in the middle of Michigan, in the middle of the country. China. So you, you're talking about threats from multiple different angles right now. You're you're absolutely right. These are issues. Uh, you know, the, the Trump indictment, I do think we need to pay attention to it. it there's some there's some issues there. We can talk about that here in, in a little bit, but uh, you're right. The thing that's being flashed in front of us uh, on the screen oftentimes may not be exactly the biggest issue uh, at the time, but it also it it might be it might have bigger implications. So we we walk this line, but you know, it's never a dull moment anymore. It just isn't. Yeah, that's isn't that the truth? I, you know, I got started this business. I'm I'm a retired college basketball coach and a professor, and and I got started this business when John McCain and his thugs tried to steal the land of uh, myself and 300 uh, rural neighbors without 
compensation. And we were in an eight-year legal battle over this. And eventually we held them at bay. And it was part of the Central American Free Trade Agreement. And they wanted to put a Canamex highway through our area. And they lied about it. And we caught them on the truth. But at that time, when I got into this, and I was a spokesperson for our group, and eventually I got offered a radio spot as a result of being on all these shows. But I, I remember, and this goes back to, oh, I'd say 2007, 2008, when I started on radio, um, I used to have to hunt down stories. And and uh, and I had some good contacts in the beginning. Uh, but I got to tell you, now these stories show up in such volume that I can't begin to cover them all. And, and I'm on a lot of different venues. So this is, it's like we're under a full frontal assault. And it's kind of like rules for radicals. I don't know how you feel about that, but rules for radicals calls for the revolting communists to overwhelm the system and crush it. Do you think that's what we're seeing? Absolutely. I mean, it's right out of the playbook, isn't it? Yeah, uh, there's no question that that, uh, we're looking at rules for radical strategy. But there's a change that's taken place since I started. The globalists used to try to camouflage what they were doing. They wanted to hide it. Today, they don't care who knows. It's almost like they're undisturbed about Biden's treason with China, and they don't even Mm -hmm. attempt to cover it up anymore. So there's a couple of reasons that may be. Uh, it, it could be that they are so emboldened that they don't care. Uh, they've gone so far they don't care that they are so close to making uh, everything happen, enacting their plan, so to speak, that they, they just don't think that there's any way uh, that we can stop them. Or the other option is they, they might be um, so backed into a corner at this point uh, that they are just throwing everything up against the wall to bring the things to stick. Now, you have to remember, I, I, I guess it's probably fair to point out that Trump was never supposed to win in 2016. Yes. So they may be four years behind on this plan, and they may be scrambling now to make sure because uh, all the things that they've done, including you know, some of the issues that we went through in, in 2020, the, the, these things tend to wake people up. The the, uh, the obviously the the pandemic and the election and all of these things uh, add up, stack on top, one on top of the other. And if you have a <laughs> if you have one brain cell fire, at least just one in your brain, you're you're looking at these things and you're going, I that just doesn't add up. I'm not really sure about that. Um, and that could be the case. I don't know. I don't know if they're backed up against the the, the, the into a corner now, like a cornered animal and they're starting to lash out or if some of these folks uh just they just they're so prideful at this point they don't care what do you what do you think it is you know i think you can make a case either way and i think you're making a really good point but they just seem to be emboldened on one end but on the other end uh, their plans are moving with such rapidity that they're getting resistance around the world. We're seeing a rise in civilian protests and counteractions to their plans. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's, I think I read the other day, it's uh, resistance is in over 40 countries now. Uh, so it, they're moving with too much haste and they're leaving a lot of loose ends open as I see it. And I think, I think it's a galvanizing resistance. So that tells me they feel panicked and rushed. It's like they're working against the clock, and, and, I, and I'm not really sure what's driving it. 
it does seem like they are on a schedule and they're trying to hit some sort of uh, particular point. I, I talked about this last night. I don't know if you've re- have you read the um, uh, uh, the fourth turning. Have you read that book? No, I haven't. I, uh, I, I, I'm familiar with it because I've interviewed a lot of people who brought it up. But uh, uh, what, what do you make of that? It's a thick book. Yeah, <laughs> you can that's what use, I've heard. You can use it to kill a cockroach or two. I mean, this thing is a thick book. It is uh, it is like Bible thickness or or maybe even bigger. It's, it's not as long as a Bible. It's just it's a thick book, and it's it's a really fascinating read. So I'll break down some of this for you. There are a couple of uh, academics, William Strauss and Neil Howe, and they have this theory that everything in history is based on cycles. Um, and, and the best thing to do, you could buy the book, uh, you know, you could, you could listen to it, you could read it, or you could just go on YouTube and, and get a quick, quick kind of explanation of what this is. But they say that every cycle in the history of the world, uh, it tends to be a, around what they call a saculum, which is really just a generation, basically a, 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 an average human lifespan of about 80 years. And if you go back from today to the last one, it ended right around the end of World War II. And if you go back to the cycle previous to World War II, that was the Civil War. Right. And if you go back to the cycle previous to Civil War, it was the Revolutionary War and the founding of this country. So it's it's fascinating because they they talk about these natural human cycles that are occurring, and they take them back even further than that. But what they these little things that happen inside of the cycle and these personalities or or, or things that m- might emerge during uh, this eighty year cycle. What happens at the end is is you have a couple of things. You have an unraveling and eventually what they call a fourth turning. Now that's where we are now. This particular cycle, the book they 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 had written this book back in nineteen ninety seven. So this particular cycle, they've got it at an 80, 90 year clip, and I think it ends 2026. Now these things never end, you know, on even time schedules. But according to them, it ends 2026. Now we are very, we're very close to that end of that cycle. And so one of the thoughts that I've had as I've taken a look at this, I mean, it's fascinating stuff. I love the history and I love to, to dig and, and learn more about the, the things that have happened. Um, not just in the nation's history, but in, in world history. When you take a look at these things. It is quite compelling. My question is, maybe one of the reasons for the escalation in all of this is that they realize they're coming to the end of the cycle and what they would like to do I'm going to say they, certain folks that are in power that want to remain in power and folks that want to seize power in a certain way, they, 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 they actually subscribe to this sort of, this idea of the end of the cycle and they know that it's coming and when all of the dust settles, they want to be the ones to remake the world in the image they have in mind. Sounds like the and, great reset there. It really does. A lot of this really lines up very well. Um, and I'm just, I'm just curious if that's, if that's not what we're seeing here at the end of this. These cycles, uh, they're fascinating to look at. But if you go back and you look at and who played a part, particularly in the last one, World War II, a lot of those folks are the same folks that are still in power and 
looks like they're trying to hold on to it uh, right now. I I um I, I recommend it. Hello, Justin. Oh boy, we got cut off. How about that? Uh, but we were talking uh, as we. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time we were um unceremoniously taken down we were talking about uh, the book the fourth turning and uh the great rapidity in which the globalists are acting against humanity and uh it just uh uh it's mind-boggling the full frontal assault but you know what's amazing to me just above everything else is and, and i'm not being insulting because you know what you know and you can be living a productive life and just not be involved in this end of things but the attacks on us are so voluminous i don't know how people still remain ignorant of the facts well that's a good question um you know someday i wish i I was (laughs) more ignorant of the facts and i look at this stuff there are days i don't know about you but i just wish i could go live in a cabin in the middle of the woods somewhere well with the stuff coming down the pike and we're going to get to a couple of those things right here but um 
yeah, I'm thinking I got to get out of America. Um, I think there's a prison cell waiting for me, and that's a good lead-in to the Restrict Act. And uh, I wanted to get your take on this Restrict Act, which is masquerading as a banned TikTok bill, but that's not the purpose. Yeah, this thing is uh, very concerning, to say the least. I uh, Thankfully, though, it looks like it's been, at least for now, you know, they always like to bring this stuff back around, uh, you know, call it different, rename it, call it different things and uh, different time. But what a Restrict Act it looks like it, it essentially was a Patriot Act. For, uh, for 2023, it's a digital Patriot Act. And, and it had some really scary stuff in it. They called it the ban TikTok, uh, bill, right? That's the, that's what they wanted. They banned TikTok and they, they were able to get a lot of people to sign on with this thing. Lindsey Graham goes on, uh, Fox News. I think he was talking with Jesse Waters at one point. And Jesse says, uh, you're a sponsor of this thing. This looks, Horrible. This is, this is bad. And, and Lindsay didn't even know what was, what was all was in it. I, I don't think I support that. He said, well, your name's on it. Uh, Senator, you might want to take a closer look at this. Uh, and that sort of started the ball rolling, uh, essentially, um, finishing this thing off. Now, it gathered up speed on Twitter where I think a guy by the name of uh, Greg Price was the first to, to really uh, touch on this and, and discuss it online and go through it and share some of the things that are inside, some of the stuff that's inside of it, uh, really something. I mean, uh, anybody who posts or shares or, I mean, anybody, you could have a VPN, use a VPN to, to share information or any any number of apps that you might use. And this, this, this was targeting like all kinds of individuals and could throw you in jail for, you know, 10 years or so, and on top of it, uh, fine you a million dollars and you name it. So there was stuff inside of this thing uh, that once people find out about it, they, they just, they are you kidding me? And here we are uh, in 2023. They tried to slide it. The good news is it looks like it's it's done, at least for now. I don't know what, you know, where it will pop up its ugly head again. But, you know, essentially what they're trying to do is they're trying to stop you and and me and folks even on Twitter from talking about the things they don't want us to talk about. See, this is the last nail in the coffin. They got to get this thing in there. And if they can get it done, then all bets are off. You can turn the lights out. America's done. And America is the uh, bright and shining city on a hill. It's America is the uh, is the kind of last, the final stand for everyone else for freedom for liberty in in the world. Uh, and if they can take us down, uh, that's it. We, there's no more open conversation, no more discussion about some of these things. Because, again, you'd be labeled a dangerous disinformation spreader. They get to decide what you can and can't say. They get to decide what uh, what what's a, maybe is a foreign Russian interference and uh, and what isn't. And uh, that's Dave. That's a that's a very scary place to be. I don't know if you saw the story uh, about the the man who was uh, charged and convicted over the weekend for making memes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he pretended to be an election official, but no one would have taken that seriously. I I saw that, and they they gave him ten years, 
And all he did, and I got to be honest with you, I'm guilty of the same thing, but I didn't claim to be an election official. Demo- uh, Republicans to avoid violence will vote on this date. And that was on the election day. Democrats will vote on this date, which was the day after. And I did that in the 2016 election. But I didn't. It was a joke. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. It was hyperbole. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and even I did. I put it on YouTube and even YouTube didn't touch it. Um, I've since taken it down. But uh, I didn't claim to be an election official. And I think that's where they got the guy. But but it was a joke. I, it was an absolute joke. It, it is one of the. Now, uh, how all this came about is kind of ties into what's happening with Trump right now. But they, you know, they, they decided for, for years they just sat on this and we're never going to prosecute it. This happened in 2016. Biden gets in office. Somebody all of a sudden discovers his file somewhere, apparently, and goes, hey, we, we, we ought to go after this guy. And uh, and so they do. And unfortunately, uh, it looks like they had a hung jury. Over and over and over again, the the judge uh, was able to persuade the jury to come up with a verdict. I think the guy's going to be able to appeal in, in multiple ways. He does have sentencing. I think, I think, like you said, he's got up to ten years that he could possibly get for this. But for a joke on the internet, give me a break. But this is the same thing that Babylon B suffered. They had they'd been booted off of Twitter uh, initially because of jokes. You see, you can't even joke about things anymore. By the way, this is what bothers the most is when you do ridicule, um, the, the, the left or when you do ridicule, uh, f- folks and it's beyond left, right anymore. I mean, it's anything, uh, official narrative, you know, yeah, it is. Uh, anything that's official narrative. So, so yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a problem. Um, and it's all about silencing people. And it's you, me, and the average everyday person. I mean, what do you think the six feet apart thing was about? They they have now t- told us that they've been blatant and open about. Oh, that was just a guess. That everybody's you know, social distancing, that all that stuff was a guess. The masks, they didn't really work. All of this, we're finding out the truth now. All these things that people that are willing to look at them are finding out the truth now. And uh, and i think that during the 2020 that's that's what most of that was designed to do is to stop you from having conversations with each other online they had that covered they were able to censor us there and then in person that'll get too close yeah i I would agree i think they're going into the uh, tucker's covered this but he hasn't reached the conclusion i have and and uh, or maybe i just haven't heard it but the reason I think they're banning comedy politicism is because of the fact that people will go to a comedy show, turn on Comedy Central, watch a comedian, and they may not be politically inclined. And so it's another venue in which to reach people. And even though it's presented humorously, people go, yeah, that's funny, but yeah, I wonder if it's true. And I, and I kind of see why they would have motivation to ban that. Uh, because they're, they're going after comedians, you know, hard and fast. And, and it, 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 on the surface, it seems very surprising. But, but I think you're right. But the Restrict Act, here's what, it, what concerns me. I think this guy that was just convicted and could get 10 years, um, he's the first of what could be many. I think, I think they're laying down the gauntlet. And because this Restrict Act, if I'm not mistaken, is a million dollar fine and 20 years in prison for supporting foreign adversaries. And that sounds harmless enough, 
But I had a lawyer explain this to me. He said, if your VPN, if they change your location for security purposes and it lands in a foreign country, you technically can be declared to be a foreign operative now. It could be that in uh, uh, in a... I'm serious. This guy was serious because he read Uh the act and he said, this is all about foreign. He goes, if any of your apps that you use and you promote anti-government views on these apps and they're foreign apps in their origin, or they're created by a foreigner, you also are guilty of this act. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, that, that, look, hey, we, we, you're not allowed to have a thought of, of your own anymore. You're not yeah. allowed to have an opinion of your own anymore. Uh, it's scary stuff, but I will tell you, for all of that insanity that's going on, um, and it is, again, it's like drinking from the fire hose. We're constantly being inundated with it. People are aware. They are standing up. Here's the thing we need to be reminded of. Um, as many people, and I know you probably get frustrated too, Dave, but you, you folks that are listening probably feel the same thing. You, you, you'll be plugged in. You're talking about these stories. You're, uh, you know, you know what's going on, but you look, take a look around. You think most people don't, and, and they don't. Family members completely, uh, have uh, clueless, have no idea. Friends that, uh, you know, people that you love and care about. But, but here's the thing. Uh, it doesn't take every one of us. It doesn't take every one of us to be aware of what's going on in order to fight back. And effectively, in the Revolutionary War, it only took, what was it, 3% of the folks that actually stood up and fought and were a part of that. It, it doesn't take a big number of people in order to be a, become part of the, the folks who are going to say, you know what, not on my watch. Uh, this is not the America that I know I love, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a stand here. So uh, that should help us have a little bit of encouragement to move forward that, you know, um, that we that we're only part of the solution. Um, you know, we 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 got to take the steps that we're called to take the steps. So you know, we're going to wake people up. And certainly one of those things might just be, as Dave said earlier, sharing this show, sharing the information, the stories you hear, uh, making sure that people are hearing this. Uh, that's a don't discount that role. That's a big role in uh, in fighting back and standing up. No, it really is, and I and I just I, I think you're right on the money with what you're saying here. But here's what concerns me about America. Well, let me put this in as a disclaimer, though. Modern social psychology research from a group called SNARC, S-N-A-R-C, and a lot of psychologists, people who taught in the field like I did for decades, they look at this as the kind of uh, premier social psychology research. And what they have found is that a movement, say like a stand-up-to-your-government movement or a fad, when you reach 10% of your general population and they're committed to this, then this sweeps the country. So, but I think we're beyond 10% with dissatisfaction. And I think this, this number is, uh, this is an exception to the rule. And I look at France and what's going on in France right now where they're standing up to their president over raising uh, the pension rates without due process mm-hmm. or the pension mm-hmm. ages. And these people aren't, aren't going away. Uh, they're battling with police, setting police cars on fire. And I'm not advocating we do that here, but we can't get people in the street. I just wonder how much of it's because of J6 or are people just disinterested. I think it's a different. There, yes, I think January 6th is definitely uh people have learned we've seen we've seen federal agencies and involvements and hopefully um 
as we we've seen the president trump call for people to stand up and protest since he was charged hopefully things are peaceful and there isn't an issue when he arrives in new york city and the arraignment happens looks like it's going to happen uh tomorrow tuesday afternoon at two fifteen eastern from what i'm saying hopefully that all now but here's the problem we have seen a history of agent provocateurs we have seen a history of federal and you don't have to look too far we know here right here in michigan where i'm at we had our governor there was this big kidnapping plot well they call it the fednapping plot because out of the 18 people that were involved 12 of them had some sort of tire connection to the fbi and so we've seen a history of this i think americans are waking up and particularly the people that would uh, be uh, more inclined to do this we we saw during 2020 here um, we saw a, 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 I've never seen anything like the biggest protest. It was a drive-by protest. I want to say it was, maybe it was tax day. Like it was, it was April 15th or something on, uh, a drive-by protest in Lansing, Michigan, the capital. People came from all over the state in their cars. I even no parents that took their kids because they thought this was an historic event to air their grievances, drive by with signs, honk their horns, et cetera, and protest. The governor had the state locked down. See, this that's average people. And they're, they're, they're doing anything violent. Of course, they wanted to sort of portray it as much as they could. But, you know, during this uh, particular uh, instance, uh, we saw the news cameras focusing on certain things and maybe different individuals bringing certain materials, signs or other things into view in order to s- sort of sway the optics on it. I think that's what's got most people here saying, you know, I don't know that I'm going to go out into the streets and protest because I've seen what's happening. And, 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 and I don't know, maybe that was part of why they allowed things to happen. But look, Black Lives Matter burn Black Lives Matter, Inc. particularly. They're fighting. I was saw a story today. They're fighting over billions of dollars now. Control who can control that money. But Black Lives Matter, Inc., they burned cities down all across this country. Yeah, riots right here where I'm at in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It, it, during the, the summer of 2020, and nothing happened to these people, basically. And we had slaps on the wrist. For... The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Some Certain people that uh, were breaking windows and setting fire to police cars and things like that where I'm at. But for the most part, nothing really happened. And the real questions about were these particular uh, riots and things were they coordinated were they coordinated state to state were there terrorist involvement with some of these organizations antifa and things like that all of that's just been completely dropped uh so the people saw that happen with their own eyes in fact they saw dc burn with their own eyes and then they looked at january 6th and while some of the things that happened there uh, truthfully, you know, yeah, it, it wasn't our, our greatest moment in the history of this country in some ways. But also, you get, you cannot help but juxtapose that with the video, and I remember seeing the day that it happened, of all grandmothers and other folks being led through the Capitol and 
Hey, it's a riot, but they're staying between the velvet ropes in the Capitol Rotunda. Police officers holding open doors. Now, certainly, as I said, you can't paint the entire thing with a broad brush, but you can't. If you're a reasonable, critical thinking individual, you cannot look at that and say, wait a minute, something ain't right here. Something smells off. And I think it's the American people have, have decided, to your point, whether or not they're going to stand up or or, or take to the streets like they are in Europe. Um, yeah, I, well, the feds are worried about some it. Because ways, I hope that they do. The feds are worried, though, because they issued another statement about 10 days ago saying they're going to investigate another thousand people for J6. Yeah, and right, and yeah. But here, here's one thing that greatly disturbs me. Okay, um, it's the complicity of the Justice Department and uh, I believe agent provocateurs infiltrating these movements and uh, in mm-hmm. fact actually someone tried to infiltrate the Common Sense Show uh, I was talking about Ray Epps at the same time everybody else was and he's local to me here in Arizona and someone got a hold of me with a story that held my interest and I realized then it was just a way to get the door open to me. And they were telling me, oh, I'm a neighbor of Ray Epps. He wasn't even there. That's it. And I said, wait a minute, hold on. Am I supposed to believe you or my lying eyes on what I see on videotapes? And and yeah. so that, to me, yeah. that was an agent provocateur. Uh, and they're everywhere. And I, I've actually done a, a, a radio show on this. Beware of federal infiltration if you stand up to them in any way. And they will try to, they'll send Antifa to riot. One of my uh, broadcast partners, Doug Thornton, we do a show called the Doug and Dave Intel Report. He's former and uh, DHS, and he was a supervisor in charge in Portland. This is how bad our, our Department of Justice is. They would catch people with incendiary devices. Now, you didn't see this in the media, but he's talked about this on our show. And they would have the evidence. They had them dead to right. They'd turn it over to the Justice Department, and they would drop the case. And that goes right hand in hand with what Merrick Garland said in his confirmation hearing when he was asked about, will you arrest Antifa people for rioting? And his exact answer was, well, if it's after five o'clock, it's not rioting, uh, it's protesting. And, no. and and this is what we see. And then one more thing just about uh, Merrick Garland, uh, his son-in-law and daughter own Panorama Education, which is CRT, the 1619 yes. Project, all that crap that's being forced into schools. Mm-hmm. And he's kicked, he's had his goon squads kick in the doors. And I've had some of these people on my show, like Sharona Bishop from Colorado. The FBI will kick in their doors. And oftentimes they don't even have a warrant when they come in. They seize all their electronics and they leave. And, and this is Merrick Garland, and he's guilty of conflict of interest. I mean, the statutes clearly say you cannot be involved in anything that would benefit family members or friends, and yet they do it all the time. You know, um, you, you, now that you say that, I think back to there was a time during 2020 and all of the chaos and insanity, um, I got contacted by somebody Um and I, I, I was, we ought to be aware of what's happening around us, so situational awareness, but also like there's this, there's this spiritual side of it would be discernment. So think about as these things are happening, um, and the world that we live in, uh, and really putting everything through that filter. I, I didn't, I didn't realize as this was happening, it took me a while afterwards to, uh, to recognize it, but somebody had reached out to me on Twitter at the time through a direct message. And I, for the life of me, have not been able to locate it. I can't find it. 
But they asked me if I wanted to come out and tour the like militia uh, setup or where they were training or. Uh, you know, I don't really have any, look, a militia, that, that's, that's zero, I have zero experience with any of that, but I also, I don't really have much of an opinion on what people are doing uh, to be prepared or uh, what what they're not doing in, in certain situations, but I just got a weird feeling about it. And so, for whatever reason, I just thought, well, that's odd. I, I don't, I, also, the other thing that was happening at the time is I was kind of, um, I was kind of, uh, we, I think as this was happening, I was kind of, uh, wrapped up with our daughter was born a little early and she was born at 27 months. And, uh, we had spent a lot of time in the hospital back and forth uh, with her. She was in the NICU for 77 days. So, um, I just didn't, my, 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 my brain wasn't thinking about anything other than her. Sure. We were completely sure. focused on her, but this person wanted me to come out and tour what they were doing and and come because at this time there was a bit of a bad name about militia particularly here in michigan in the in the uh in the news and so this person said we're not doing anything wrong come up please come out and see us well i don't know but i can only imagine after what i've seen now with other people and how things have kind of shaken out and i i, I know people that were called in front of the jury january 6 uh committee to testify and I, and and ties to militia and things like that. And I, in fact, I know somebody here. We have somebody that ran for governor who was at the Capitol that day. That they the FBI came and raided his home. He's he's his case is still ongoing. I believe uh, in July he'll have to deal with that. But I think they were trying to, and I think at times trying to wrap people up into by association or any number of things. Uh, in, into, uh, these, these investigations or ways exactly. to, uh, exactly. and we've got to be, we've got to be aware of that. I think that's probably what most Americans are looking at right now saying, I don't know if I want to go out and go to a protest about this, that, or the other thing, uh, because who knows what's going to happen. And, and, um, there are, are other ways for us to make our voice heard. You know, we can do that on social media. We can do that. Uh, but, but, you know, you've got a radio program here. I, I've got my, but you know, anybody can do that now. You've got your phone. You got access to any number of apps. You can, you can be vocal and, and share these stories. Uh, wake people up as much as you can. Um, so I don't know what that looks like in the future, but I know people are definitely, uh, aware now more than ever of some of the things. I would agree. Done. I would agree. The awareness is there, but it, it's kind of like the old saying from the Bible, faith without works is worthless. We need people to take a stand, but we need to do it responsibly. And I do agree, caution needs to be taken. Uh, I don't do public appearances any longer unless uh, I know the venue operators and I have a relationship with them. Uh, mm. I, you know, I've used to go around the country and I, I tour and speak at quite a few conferences. I'm very careful right now because of J6, because you never know when you're going to be set up. You know, I mean, I just think that's, I think that's prudent. I think that's wise. Um, I mean, I think we need to employ more of that, uh, with each other. We need to be careful, uh, wise about our moves and what we're, are willing to do and what we will do. But also at the same time, we need to remain bold. And, and, and as you said, we need to get out there and, 
and be a part of the solution. Well, one of the things I've been thinking about, and this goes back to my undergrad days where my two undergrad degrees were in history and sociology, and when you combine them, I've, I've come to realize that even dictatorial regimes, which I would categorize Biden as being, um, even they need a level of citizen compliance. And mm-hmm. and what I'm wondering here is if people aren't going to act overtly, I'm wondering if they're going to kind of do what people do in their jobs to get to retirement, stay and quit, and the system dies by indifference. But the problem is, if you bring down the uh, administration by indifference, you also bring down your country. Yeah, um, it's a it's a thin line to walk. Uh, we we've got to figure that balance out. And I, I will tell you, um, like I said, there are days that I just want to go live in a cabin in the middle of the woods and turn it all off and say, "Hey, you're on your own." But you know, we're not called to do that. We, we're called to be a part of the solution. We're called to be out there. Uh, in the middle of it all, and I, I just, I trust, you know, that's my faith, but I'm going to trust that, that, uh, you know, that, that what I'm called to do, if I walk through it, if I put, you know, feet with my faith and take action, then I, then things are going to work out. I do my part, yeah. God does the rest sort of thing. Yeah, I, and I, I do agree with that, and that's, uh, there, there's the spiritual component to this too, but, you know, I don't think we're exactly on the right side of God right now <laughs> with all the stuff that's gone on in our society for all the obvious reasons. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want to run something by you because I have now gotten this twice. One person who told me this high-ranking military, and I mean very high-ranking, uh, we've been friends now for 20 years, and another one was a guy who just kind of came on the scene. And also, I had someone close to me tell me this, and I'm not going to identify how close because it could come back on him. But um, three people now telling me that base commanders or various unit division commanders are planning to encounter Chinese troops, and they're going to do it without the oversight of Biden or the Joint Chiefs. And I'm summarizing what I'm told by three different people, but effectively it all comes down to that. Have you heard anything about this? When you say in, encounter Chinese troops, does that mean here or somewhere else? Here. They're worried about a Chinese invasion. Mm. In fact, the one person told me had occasion to interact with different base commanders. And he was very nonspecific about how many, and he didn't want to give me too much detail because of what I do. It was a matter yeah. of conversation among people that are close. And uh, he just said, it's more than one base, and it's more than one commander, and they're planning on taking on the Chinese, and they're not going to listen to the Pentagon because the Pentagon's going to take them down. They're going to, in other words, the Pentagon's compromised is what they were saying. And that's a pretty widely held belief. The Joint Chiefs and Biden are on the same page. I, I can say that we, I don't know, and I don't have any information on that, but I want to just tell you that I, I, we can only hope and pray that that is the case, that there are people that are uh, still good, um, honorable within our system within our government within our military that are patriots that are willing to uh to do the right thing to stand up and and well you know let, let's be honest here we're talking the common sense show here common sense protect the borders of this country protect our nation defend it 
uh, from all threats, foreign and domestic, right, to do what's right instead of hosting drag shows on these military oh, yeah, bases, yeah. which they, which they've been doing. It's just insane some of the circus uh, that, that that that's been going on here. But that is encouraging to hear that 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 there are folks planning on that, and and hopefully that that is happening behind the scenes. I don't know. Well, two of the sources, two of the three, I've I know personally and well. And they're never given to hyperbole, ever. Um, mm. This is why I believe it's true. And it kind of goes hand in hand with the other side. You, know, you have to ask yourself, why is this administration intent on getting all the guns out of our hands? And it, it will be all the guns. You know, everything's an assault weapon, according to Biden. Now you hear him talk. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, okay, I, I've had CIA on my show. And they have said, I've been in China. And if I wanted to get a weapon in China, I could still get a weapon in China if I had enough money. Um, sure. So you're not going to get rid of all the guns, no matter what your laws say. So what's the purpose? Disarm as many Americans as possible to make us vulnerable to whatever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's always been about control, right? Yeah. In fact, they said Japanese wouldn't have uh, tried to r- really invade because there was well, the famous uh, saying, there's a gun uh, behind every bloody grass in the United States. And that's true. Um, we, our First Amendment not only protects us from our governor, but, but it protects us from others who, who tried to invade as well. Um, and again, as I mentioned, America is that last line of defense here globally. They know that. We know that. They know we know that. <laughs> we're like, we're all going back and forth in all of this. And, uh, and, 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 and truthfully, we're seeing, Dave, we're seeing it here in Michigan too. They, they are running at us full speed. We've got for the first time in, I don't know how many years, we've got a full Democrat controlled, um, House and Senate mm-hmm. and the executive branch with the governor as well. And they are coming at us. Now let me, let me break it. You, what I'm going to tell you will not be surprising to you, but we just had a horrible incident at Michigan State University. Yes. Uh, where I believe it was three people were killed, five people were, uh, injured. And uh, the man then turned uh, his firearm, turned his weapon on himself. Now, um, what what they will not tell you in the in the news about this, the nightly news or Lester Holt, the local folks, they are not going to tell you that the man who attacked Michigan State University, he in 2019 was driving around um, with his uh, pistol, with his firearm at the time. And uh, he did not have a permit to carry concealed in the car. Was pulled over, caught. Police turned his case over to uh, the the prosecutor in Ingham County, who then had a chance to uh, try him, charge him with uh, the felony. Decided to bring that felony down to a misdemeanor, just like what's happening in New York right now with District Attorney Sorosback, District Attorney Alvin Bragg. She did the same thing with him. He never saw a day of jail time. This was all in the name of equity, by the way. Never did a day of jail time. Would have been in jail. Still would have been in prison to serve five five years. Well, if he really would have done the time that he was supposed to do. Would have still been in prison at the time this attack occurred. It never would have happened had they actually followed the laws that are currently on the books. But because of the progressive, woke policies, and really what they are, there are policies that are meant to attack the United States, our security, 
um, and make our families less safer. Because instead of the criminals being the issue, like in this case, it's the law-abiding families that are now no longer as safe as they once were here in Michigan and throughout the country. They're not going to tell you that that's what happened. They're not going to tell you that he never should have been out of jail. Uh, instead, it's new laws, red flag laws, that put you uh, at uh, serious risk. So, in other words, if a woman who is going through a very serious breakup or a divorce and her husband or boyfriend um, is stalking her, wants to physically, maybe he was abusive in the relationship, she wants to get away from him, and he wants to, to get access to her and, and, and do God knows what to her. All he has to do is report her mental state being of an issue, and she has a firearm, and boy, we got to get that thing taken away from her. And they can, and she's less safe of it uh, because of it. Yeah. It's it's unthinkable. But, yeah, that's we're, we're, we're seeing a forefront of the attack here in Michigan. Yeah, you're making me mindful of what happened to Rand Paul's staffer. A uh, guy had 22 mm-hmm. felonies, should have should have been in prison for life, and yet he was released. And the day he was released, he stabs Rand Paul's staffer multiple times, life-threatening injuries. Uh, and again, it was a liberal prosecutor that let him out. But I've kind of taken a 30,000-foot view of this. Let's see what you think about this. Um, when Mao took over China... Night was day and day was night and right was left and so forth. And he turned that society upside down. And we actually coined a phrase at the time called a Maoist cultural revolution. And it was designed to overthrow what was so he could bring in communism. Do you think that's possibly what we're seeing here? It certainly feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does to me. I mean, it it it, it is, uh, look, I mean, uh, we have corruption uh, we have capture uh, on levels never seen before in this country. Uh, we are coming right to the brink of annihilation. Um, it is very concerning. Certainly, we ought to be aware of everything we face. But I will tell you this, uh, and Dave, this is just my faith. I come back to this because people ask me during 2020, all of it, this is where it started. What do you think is going to happen here? What do you think is going to happen there? I constantly come back to the answer. I don't know. All I know is that God is still on the throne. And I think the most important thing for us to to know as we move forward is particularly people in this audience, people in my audience, I I try to make sure that I, I tell them this every day. The good news is you are not alone and God is still on the throne. So that requires us not, it doesn't, it doesn't give us the, you know, the uh, the complete uh, uh, ability to just to shut things off, turn it off, and say, I don't have to worry about it. God will handle everything. No, it, it requires us. We have a duty. It's like our forefathers intended. We have a duty to be engaged in a process. We have a duty to walk out whatever it is called to do. Uh, but and, and realize God's playing a role there as well. Uh, but we do need to be involved at the same time. Again, faith without works is worthless. I totally agree with you. The, uh, you know, I look at this spiritually too, and I, I'm a committed Christian, and uh, I, I've come to believe our nation's under judgment, but even under the cloud of judgment, because we've murdered 60 million babies, and we embracing publicly embracing now every form of perversion the Bible prohibits. Uh, and, and so I think we're a nation under judgment, but individual salvation and protection is still possible. 
Uh, I, do you think that we could turn this around nationally? Do you, but I think some things would have to happen first, like a national revival. So uh, it's very interesting you mentioned that. Um, revival or bust? <laughs> so that's a good, I like that. That's a good... That's a good catchphrase. The best way ever. Well, Steve Dace, who is uh, another um, another talk show host, uh, and he works and the Blaze, and he's <laughs> Steve's got a great movie coming out called Nefarious too. By the way, it'll be in movies theaters, I think, on April fourteenth. Great guy, but that's what he's calling for. He says it's revival or bust. We are at the end here, folks. Yeah. Is it possible? Well, Second Chronicles seven fourteen of my people which are called by name by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Yes, it is possible, but again, God will do his part when we do ours. So we have to make sure now there's a, there is a there's a covenant with this land there's a covenant with this nation but we as the american people we turned from it god never he's always faithful we turned from it and we're responsible to turn back towards him and i have seen revival happening I, matter of fact i went to i'm not sure if you're familiar but uh, did you see what was happening down in asbury in uh, kentucky yes yeah so i went down to Asbury, this was, gosh, I guess it was two weeks or more of solid straight uh, at uh, uh, Asbury University. Uh, it, it's a it's a college there in the middle of uh, Will. It's called Wilmore, Kentucky, near Lexington, and uh, they had two straight full weeks of worship and and uh, uh, preaching and uh, repentance. Uh, young people coming to the people came from all over. That's awesome. But it started with it started with young people. I didn't know why I went down there, but Dave, I figured afterwards that it was to see it, to come back and encourage people. Number one, I was encouraged because I've got two little girls. Uh, one is two and one is five months. And I thought to myself, what are we going to leave for them? What is this country going to be like? I was encouraged to see the youth rising up, turning back to God. And who knows? Maybe it has to get bad. Maybe we have to be humbled as a nation. I was talking to one of my best friends in Colorado, and he said in his church, the, ri- the fastest rising demographic are people between 35 and 40 with children coming to church. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And Baylor University did the same thing here recently as well, too. But it, it, we could go on for hours on this. I mean, this has uh, been a great discussion. I think we've uh, probably provoked a lot of thought here and a lot of thinking on the part of the audience. But unfortunately... We're going to come to a natural conclusion here in a second. And speaking of the good news, you've done something with the good news. You want to tell the audience about it? I, I wrote a book about it, and, and this was during 2020. I, I kept getting the questions, as I mentioned to you earlier. Now, my wife and I had just faced it. We'd been in the hospital 77 days from the time her water broke to the time we brought our little girl home. Think nothing was wrong with her. She just here a little too early. Well, she was on God's time, I guess. Yeah. But people would ask me, what do you think is going to happen? And I kept coming back to the same thing. Because I had had a certain peace that's beyond, I can't even explain it to you. It's just like the the Bible says, a peace beyond understanding. I had felt this during the entire time we were in the hospital. 
And I wanted to share that with other people. So I talk about that in the book. Not just my story, but I share some stories. If you like radio, remember Paul Harvey? Great story about Paul Harvey. Yeah, you know, fascinating, his beginnings. What what happened to Paul at a very early age? And yet, no matter the circumstances, he was yet able to go on and become as successful as he was. One of the greatest uh, conservative voices without being like outright conservative in your face. He really was, but he, he, his story is, is really amazing. It's a legacy. I take I mean, you're right. It's a legacy. I'm sorry. We're going to run out of time here, but I, I just want to support what you're saying there. Today it's Tucker Carlson. It's Glenn Beck. Um, and it's also you. I mean, it, tell people how they can listen to your show and, and how they can get your book. And we got about 30 seconds. JustinBarclay.com. All of the social media places. I'm at Mr. Justin Barclay. And when you go to my website, JustinBarclay.com, I'll sign and send that book to you. And, Take 10% off for the big guy with promo code big guy uh, at my store there. The big guy? Is that is that the promo code? Promo code big guy. Big guy, okay. Well, the thing is, uh, you know, I, I want to tell you, I appreciate what you're doing, and, and I like to see Glenn collaborating with people like yourself because we need unified voices out there right now because I think we got a short window to get things turned around and I, I mean spiritually as well as every other way too and I just I'm fearful what will happen to us if we don't I think the restrict act is just a sign of things to come if we don't stand up but I want to thank you so much for coming on for a really fast moving exciting time except for our little faux pas here with whatever's happening but I do appreciate you coming on and I'd like to get you back on our TV show and we'll be in touch absolutely dave thanks so much and god bless god bless you we at the common sense show have a great tv show we bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in because what once was coming is no longer coming it's already here and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future you can find us at the common sense show.tv commercial free censorship free and we're getting five star ratings on the world's major platforms again check us out today at the common sense show.tv Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and I'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.